Hello, welcome to the Social Sunday Podcast. I'm Hannah Eisted and today I want to talk to you all about the myths that I hear the most when it comes to newsletters. Now, newsletters are such an amazing tool for almost any business and that's why I'm running a five-day newsletter fix to help you get started with yours. If you want to reach more people, increase sales and give value to your audience, a newsletter is a brilliant way to do that. Over five days, I'll teach you how to create your landing page, design your newsletter, understand the legal bits and most importantly, send your first newsletter. I'm so excited to get started on 12th of April, so if you'd like to join us, there's still time to book your space. Places are limited because I'll be reading everyone's newsletters before they go out, so if you'd like to book yours, visit my website www.hicommunications.co.uk. I'll pop the link in the show notes as well. Now, on to the podcast. Today, I want to try and debunk some of the biggest myths that I hear about newsletters. Most of these are things that I thought myself before I started, and as much as anyone told me otherwise, it wasn't until I actually got going that I realised they just aren't true. They might be things that are standing in your way and stopping you from taking the first step to launching your newsletter. So let's figure out which ones are true or false. So to start with, myth one, you need to send a weekly newsletter. Now, I have probably had a part to play in this, as I know I talk quite a lot about sending my newsletter every week. At the beginning, I decided that that was going to be the frequency I was happy with, and so far it's been working really well. My newsletter is called The Social Sunday, and it goes out on a Sunday every single week. This is what works for me, but it absolutely doesn't mean that that is what will work for you. You might want to send it every two weeks or every month or even just a few times a year. But the most important thing is that you decide what works for you and then you stick to it so that your audience knows what they're getting into when they sign up to your email list. Now, myth two is one that I still struggle with and it's only worth sending if you have a massive list. When I think about this myth, I like to think about that 50 people in a room post. There's one that my coach Alice shared on Instagram a little while ago. 50 people is a full room. 250 people is a lecture hall. 800 people is how many people we had in the parade at Pride. Imagine doing a talk in front of all of those people. I actually did and it was amazing. I started my email list with just me and Tom subscribed and it's grown gradually over time. I only want people on my list who want to be there. So I'm in no rush to grow it full of people who will leave a few months down the line. I do really believe that slow and steady wins the race when it comes to growing an email list, especially if you are a small business. Okay, on to myth number three. You have to write brand new content every single time. I know I say this a lot, but honestly, I really do mean it. Please reuse your content. Send your subscribers to a blog post, a new product or a story about your week. I find that a lot of my newsletters will come from a conversation I've had that week, so I try not to put too much pressure on myself to come up with a brand new idea every single Sunday. The other thing is that a lot of people think that a newsletter has to be really long. It doesn't. The truth is a newsletter doesn't even have to have words. It could be a video, a podcast, a blog or a link to something else on your website. It certainly doesn't need to be long. 
Think about your audience and even better, ask them what they want to see. Don't overcomplicate it. If a social media post has done well that week, then expand on the points you made. If your podcast got some feedback that you hadn't thought about, use that for your next newsletter too. Just remember, not everyone sees everything that you post, so it's definitely okay to reuse your content and it's especially okay if it started new conversations that you or your audience haven't thought about. Now, myth number four is the one that has always stopped me the most. This is the idea that it's really techy and complicated to start a newsletter. Now, I will say that this is a myth-ish because I'm sure you can make it really complicated, but it doesn't need to be. My newsletter is on MailChimp. I'd used it before for clients. I just find it really simple and easy to use. You might want to have a look at another platform that you find more simple or you want to get started on MailChimp and then move over further down the line. The good thing is, is that you can start a newsletter even if you're at the very beginning. Loads of these platforms let you create your own landing page so customers can put their details in without you needing your own website. As with everything when it comes to marketing, I just try and make things as simple as possible and ask myself, what is the most simple way that I could do this? For me, it was just making a template in MailChimp, telling people I had a mailing list and just starting. There was no fancy design or complicated technology involved. Marketing is as simple as you want to make it. So start small, but just get started. Now, the final myth is myth number five, that no one opens them anyway. For some reason, people seem to think that email marketing isn't worth it because people don't open their emails anymore anyway. Maybe that is true for you, but email marketing has a huge return on investment and that is purely because of people opening their emails. According to MailChimp, the average open rate across all of the industries they analysed is 21.33%. My open rate across last year was 49%. How can it be true then that no one is opening their emails? When I did a poll this week about newsletters that my followers like to read, a couple of people said the only one they read is mine, which I really love to hear. But there are loads of factors that are included in this. The subject line, the time you send it, the consistent value you give. You might have a newsletter that flops, and that's okay. But if you keep showing up, keep giving value each time, and keep supporting your audience, you will grow and your open rates will increase. The hard part is just getting started, and I know I've said that quite a few times on this podcast now. I'd love to know if you have any other myths that are stopping you from starting your first newsletter. Let me know on my Instagram stories. Don't forget, if you'd like to sign up to the five-day newsletter fix, places are limited and you can sign up on my website. I really hope this podcast was useful for you. Please share it with anyone who has mentioned these myths to you before. Speak soon. Bye.